2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV podcast. I am Paul Matian because Pay Jack and Sam Walker join me for this one. We're going to be talking a bunch of Liverpool things, including obviously the skipper has signed a new deal for Liverpool Football Club. Nice. Um, yeah, um, brilliant that he signed the new deal. Could possibly have been timed slightly <laughs> less suspectly, Let's be perfectly honest. Uh, but we'll discuss. Definitely, we'll be discussing that. Um, before yeah we, uh, we're gonna do the Michael Edwards stuff we are going to talk about the Champions League fixtures and how that impacts the Liverpool's run as well because now we know when they're going to be played we can see who we play around it domestically as well so I think that's quite interesting so we'll get to all of that in due course and um, before we get to our first kickoff question though um we have been nominated in three award categories at this year's Fcas uh, if you can just go to our pin tweet at the Redmen TV or you can just type I am voting for at the Redmen TV in at the underscore Fcas for hashtag best in video and hashtag hashtag best content creator and uh, RMTV women's pods for hashtag best in women's football as well but you can literally just go to that th- uh, that thread from the pin tweet and copy and paste and that would be absolutely amazing uh, as, as we pointed out last week we, uh, both the, the, the men's categories were up alongside Arsenal Fan TV which means we've got almost zero chance of winning but I like fighting against the odds um, so if you like a good hopeless cause then welcome aboard um, we've got one for you right now um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know we, we've won before um and we can win again by god so yeah that would be amazing if you could do that I'd love you very much right um kick off question number one we we'll, we'll get into some of the serious stuff first then we'll have a bit of a, a bit of a light-hearted one afterwards because we obviously you know the Michael Michael Edwards stuff came out this week there's uh, rumors this contract is going to expire at the end of the season he's going to move on uh, that's been pretty widely reported there's talk of a Real Madrid move as well but Carol Barnes uh, has tweeted the same why is FSG not back to Michael Edwards in the transfer windows Um uh, yeah I mean look Sam it's, it's a mad one isn't it because here we are there's no escape in the fact that it's deadline day and there's no escape in the fact that Liverpool are announcing contract extensions and not player <laughs> signings Um the This adds to it, I think there's a degree to which, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong one way or the other, but if you've got a narrative or you've got an opinion on something, everything that goes on around is just fuel to add to that narrative. So the easiest way I put this is like, if you don't like a footballer, instead of the good things that they do being something that, that, that changes your opinion, you just, you focus on all the little bad bits and pieces. So if they have a, a crossword with someone, if they misplace a pass, that feeds into it. I think it's called cognitive dissonance, where even the truth doesn't like, you, you You can see the truth, but because it doesn't vibe with your version of the truth, then you will discount whatever it is you say, or you find, you find it confusing or whatever, I might've got that wrong. but um, <laughs> I Given the current climate around Liverpool, the idea that now the man behind Liverpool's transfers is leaving would certainly i and understandably add fuel to this fSG uh, dickhead, you think but it works the other way as well so for instance
1: we like certain players people in life you know in the world and we look for everything positive they do so it works both ways and I can't that kind of goes to what I, my view on, on it all is I don't necessarily believe that this is we're financially restricted and there's as being thrown up left right and centre by FSG because transfers can be amortised they can be loaned against there's all sorts of ways if we want to sign a player you can make it happen one way or another I mean United have just proved that mm-hmm. so for me, I actually think it's the other way around. I think the reason why we're not spending money is because of the the model that um, that Edwards and Klopp are working to and have designed and created. It's about the type of people that we're looking for. So, oh, what do you mean? We haven't got, can't find a tricky winger who can who can play and Mane needs a rest or whatever. Yeah, we probably could, but for the same reason that we're not signing Sal Liguez, who's going to come in and be on more money than everyone in our squad, we're not going to easily find a player who's in a specific part of his career has got a certain mentality where he's hungry to compete then take his time get in the team etc etc he's at a certain stage with their earning power and has got the same vision as us and also brings something to the group the personality that we're looking for so for me that's why we're not spending money it's not because of money mm-hmm. that's my opinion I might be completely wrong yeah. other people just think FSG are type bastards yeah. that, and, I, and, and let's it make
2: this perfectly you know clear I mean? we don't exactly. know the, that, that, might, that might be the case yeah.
0: Yeah, it might be. Um, I think Sam makes some good points there. I, to go back to Carol's question, why are they not backing him in the transfer windows... I kind of had a, a little something on Twitter last week with somebody about investment in the squad and investment from FSG, as I look at it, isn't just transfers, it's the stadium, it's Kirby, the new training ground, it's the, the contracts that players are on. Investment comes in many forms, transfers is just one arm of it mm-hmm. and it's the pretty arm, it's the one that everybody wants, but that doesn't mean that they haven't invested in Liverpool Football Club, because they clearly have. Yeah. you know, They're literally doing the Anfield Road End as we speak. You know We've just moved into Kirby, probably about a year ago, mm-hmm. which was a £50 million complex. Mm-hmm. Um, we're invested in youth and the development of youth as well, which isn't talked about. But I understand why people want silence. I still want silence, And I think the timing is crucial in, in these conversations because had we been sat here last week uh, when Bobby Firmino wasn't injured or had a potential injury then I'd, I'd, I'd and I did say last week four, four for three is enough with a couple of lads in back up but now I'm looking at I go well actually went one injury and it's all of a sudden it's just three for three and I'm like is that the fear of last season? Is it the fear of the injuries that we got to the centre of? Are so we seen it manifest itself again now? Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. uh, you know but it doesn't stop me being scared. about well, I'm got a minute. I've just watched us go up against the side that defended really well when we made our attacking sub early, and we had nothing else to give. Mm-hmm. Now the rational person inside of me, the rational part of me, goes, "Yeah, but it was one of the best sides in the country, and you defended with mm-hmm. ten men behind the ball, and it was difficult, and it was always going to be difficult, and there aren't other teams that are going to do that." But the irrational part of me goes, "Fucking hell, lah! I just need another forward to throw on." Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And we and we did this, and I I I agree, and and you know, the, 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 I make this point. this, this Because all these arguments have been played out for months and months and months. So I appreciate if someone's got a particular sort of opinion, we might just touch upon it but not give it the full in-depth because again, this has all been discussed ad nauseum. So we make a point, I'm not saying any point we're making here is is clinically gonna cut through anything. You know, but like one of those put to your point there, if Takumi Minamino had was better or had been given a chance to prove he was better then we might be more relaxed about that exact thing you've discussed there. Because if I thought we were, we had him as a, a, a legitimate first-team option, I'd be less arsed, but I, but I don't think we have. Because I've seen nothing from Taki Minamino really to prove that he's good enough to play for Liverpool. I've seen, I have seen I think he's good enough to be a squad player, but when you're in those tight situations mm-hmm. and you look at our rivals and look at what the firepower that they've accrued, Minamino looks like we're you know you re- it's like you, I I always joke about this like it's like the it's the Avengers thing it's Hawkeye reaching for another yeah. arrow and instead he pulls out a baguette you know what I mean and it's like now you you can throw that at your opponent and it might like stun them for a moment mm-hmm. but you're not putting anyone down with a baguette shot from an arrow uh, no matter how good your arrow is uh, or how good your bow is I should say the um the problem with all of this stuff is we'll never know we'll never know the true in, ins and outs you know and and again you uh, Michael Edwards just might be after, after 10 years just be like quite fancy doing something else or quite fancy moving on the biggest issue i think we have with the fsg stuff is that it's just and it, it's it's exacerbated online is you, you people form camps for no reason whereas really everyone's in the one camp and the one camp is they want Liverpool to be really good at footy, and that's why I don't fall into a heavily into camps one way or the other because Liverpool have been really good at footy. So I'm, I, you know, I'm less. Like enraged, whereas when we were when we had terrible owners in Hicks and Gillette, but we were also terrible on the pitch and we were getting rid of all our best players and all that kind of stuff. It was clearly obviously whereas people might be right that we need we should be on the barricades with this. Maybe FSG just being extra sneaky about it and they're pulling the wool over our eyes with a first league title in 30 years and you know, in two European cup finals, etc. etc. Or it's but you know, I'm being churlish, but mm. it, it, this, this the problem is, is you can't have a reasoned debate on it anymore because it's too emotive and and the problem is on the FSG inside Sam you've got this like the the expression I hate most is fSG saved Liverpool because it makes it sound like they perform some sort of heroic altruistic action like you know like it was a, like it was a baby in a, in a, in a in a in a in a buggy running down a street and someone grabbed it before it got in front of a bus that's not John Henry did not do that they were venture capitalists who saw an opportunity to pick up an asset at a much reduced price and build up their portfolio and either make a big profit on it which we haven't seen them do or build up their portfolio and make a bigger profit in it in, in, in a wider sense saved makes it a noble act which it wasn't
1: I think I think there's two ways of looking at it though I agree with you there by the way it, it was smart business and to some extent they kind of depend on which angle you're looking at did they save us they saved us from a potential embarrassment potential you know 12 point deduction or whatever it would have been administration so in some aspects you can use the word safe but where I look at the, they saved us is they saved us from being a mediocre club in that over the next five or six years they implemented the strategy found the right coach found the right director of football from within built the right analytics team rebuilt the main stand and now rebuild Anfield they saved us from losing our history in terms of leaving Anfield they saved us from being a mediocre club and doing the Arsenal route which is flirting with the fourth place for years and then dropping down mm-hmm. and and saved us from not being that team who could win the title we've now reached that goal so what it is all that's happened is the goalposts have moved if we had to second for the last five years and just got two points close to the City every year everyone would be gassed for the next year but the Point problem is we, we smashed the living daylight you out of it. It was your own success yeah. in that So, uh, so we, we, they saved us from that, but where we are now is a, is a different challenge. And like I said, it's very difficult for us to have a... I mean, we're all smart lads and follow our football to the T, but it's, without understanding and knowing what's actually going on, it's difficult to, to, to make a clear sort of judgment. You've just got it's guesswork. Mm-hmm. But the caveat for me to all of this is... Is actually, and I don't know if we're going to talk about it later on today. Is actually our Champions League group. I actually think our Champions League group should have forced us into the market. Mm. If we'd have had like last year's, we could have thrown a Rigi, Minamino, Elliotts on the wing, and I think we'd have still come away pretty easily with the points. But I think actually those six games we've got to play between now and December are a lot more complicated than they were, which means that now. Looking at our forward options, whether Bobby's fit or not, we're actually going to be flogging our best players for a lot more than we would have been. Yeah,
2: it's just a lack of understanding. I, I think, and, and I don't mean that like, like people are thick because I think we're all, none of us as that as that understanding, and it, it leads to this like, if they just came out and told us uh, in no uncertain terms, and, and, and the thing is, they have done this by the way, but uh, to to uh, do it again is to come out and say, we're just being, we're, we are being frugal, we are. Because we don't we know COVID's impacted us and we want to make sure that we can continue investment in the next two or three years without having to worry about X, Y, and Z or without having to take a step backwards. Whatever, then yeah, but the thing is, because they kind of did say all this. There's a couple of things they said, judge our actions on the pitch, and this is ten years ago. And we had five years of being a bit crap under that. So that was hard that was that was a hard sell back back in the day. And also they kind of have made those sort of statements. They've said we want Liverpool to be self-sustaining and all this. So the, the model's all been set out. So it comes down to it really is that the FSG thing is we just want what we really want. And I think everyone kind of wants this is just richer owners who are prepared to go a bit more and above and beyond because I don't think anyone's complaining really at what FSG have delivered because they've delivered Klopp and they've delivered some the best football and the best players, all that. And you can't unplug FSG from that. You can't. That's just, again, that's just being daft. But it's not wrong to want... It's not. It's just human to look at what other clubs are doing and seeing that seeing they're spending yeah. money and be annoyed that we're not.
0: It is, and, and there's a lack of faith there, isn't there, in in what Klopp and the team are, are able to deliver. I think that's what it kind of comes down to. And I've seen Liverpool be underdogs and go and win things. You know Liverpool weren't, Liverpool weren't supposed to win the league the, the year they won it by as many points as they did win it by because we were so close with Manchester City and we didn't really add so much to that team that, that won the Champions League but we were able to then blitz Manchester City the next season so this season I'm like look I understand that, that I want, and I'll only talk for myself here, I want Liverpool to sign a player today. Yeah, I do. I, 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 so I really want Liverpool same, to yeah. sign two players today, yep. if I'm honest. But the, also, I, I realise that the likelihood of that happening is slim to none, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose my shit over it, yeah. because they've kind of told me all year that they're not going to do any business, <laughs> yeah. and the journalists have been telling me all year they're not really going to do any business other than Canate. Um So, what what's next? Like, if I kick off, What's going to happen? Nothing mm. for it's, me. But, but and that, well, that's,
2: that's why what, we're caught between the devil and the deep blue sea yeah, because... Like, you,
0: do, you, ju- you, do, you do judge your football team on the pitch. And yeah. what I've seen so far this season is really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the season still because I've enjoyed the two games that have been at Anfield and I enjoyed the, the away game as well when we were in here doing the watch along. And I think that this team can challenge regardless. I think it makes it easier if you sign somebody, of course, that, that has an impact on the team. But that's not necessarily what signings do
2: yeah and that's what i mean about this about like the devil deep blue sea thing sam is that we could go and protest but it's it, it it feels to me and this is why i'm not keen on it and it's not because I, I I don't think it's possible to do better it's of course it is but it's a bit like twisting on 19. you yeah, know what i mean playing pontoon and we're we're not we're not there so that's what not signing someone is for me
0: because we we could get to twenty league titles if we twist.
2: Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, but exactly that's what I mean is that. But we could, but we could yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah There's yeah, a nice number. Yeah, yeah pick there, exactly. Before. Yeah, um, but that's the point in it is you can you can we could twist, and you could and that could be the little thing that takes you know, on. But the problem is, is we've we had this conversation about the Jack Grealish thing, and it comes back to it. Improve. We need to improve Liverpool's first team, not the squad. You can improve the squad, sort of, but that's a bit subjective because you can get a player in who might not vibe, and you pay forty million pounds mm-hmm. for the squad for the squad player, and then what? And then maybe that hampers your ability to go and replace a big boy in in the next summer or whatever. Which again, down to it, we don't know the information on this. You know, when we did not sign Kater we were we were you know we were raging, and then we agreed him for a deal for the next year. When we didn't sign Dijk, we were raging, and we spent all summer saying let's buy Stefan De Vrij. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's had a fine career, better career than any of us have ever had. But has he gone on to be Virgil van Dijk? He absolutely, he absolutely hasn't done. So that was that was smart in that regard. So there might be all that coming, but to improve Liverpool's first team, guaranteed, you've got to go and spend Haaland or Mbappe. Exactly. Or oh, exactly.
1: oh, not necessarily, um, because. Because, like I said, because. because of, Jot has
2: fucked us, because Jot is good enough, but we only paid yeah, 20 million pounds for it. But
1: him. you're also looking like. I, I look at like someone made a good point to me yesterday is we should be looking to replace Manet. And I actually said, actually, you're right. Not right now, though, necessarily. Manet's still got enough in him now for the next year, maybe two, to be at that pushing, at that top level. But what you should be doing is looking to bring someone in potentially to compete with. I think there's a couple of players out there who can compete with Manet, give him the rest, maybe play, cover, salad, play, front, whatever, all those positions. There's enough minutes. And then. And then looking at that player then replaces Mane in the next year or two. So yeah. players off top of my head who I like personally, which Edwards might think crap, is like Dlexa Rafinha and Doku. Both players, at, uh, exciting attacking talents, could in the next couple of years become superb superstars in our, in our team. Yeah. They're also probably at clubs where if they came in and played 35 games with mixture off the bench and not. This season, they would probably be happy with that because of the step up you're making. So that's where I think we could improve our first team because you're also probably playing five Champions League games there yeah. as well, which is still better than what you were doing before. Yeah. Now, we don't know what's going on and stuff like that. but So I do think we can improve without buying Mbappe and Haaland. It's just a
2: different way, if you see what yeah, I'm saying. But it's yeah, not cup final team, is it? Ooh. Absolutely. But it's all. But the point is, is that it's, it's, all, it's all gambles at this yeah. point because it's such a very small pool of talent you're shopping in that's good enough to play for Liverpool because let's be honest Minamino, Chris I know we pay buttons for him I don't think that helps I think yeah. if we'd actually spend 25 it sounds stupid but if we'd pay £25 million for Minamino from a Champions League side after the performances he put in against us I think we'd have given him more time, but the fact that he costs next to nothing and he hasn't kicked on doesn't help his like carriage in that in that regard. He just yeah. he just he has all the hallmarks of a really mediocre signing. Um because he was cheap and he's <laughs> and, and, and he's delivered nothing. Anything above and beyond, you start spending 40, 50, 50 million, and, and again up to that hundred million thing, you've been your point all summer. How much better how much better do you get? Unless you can get someone who's guaranteed, how many more points is that gonna give you? And whether they're just then going, well, the calculated risk is we spunk 50, 60 million pounds on someone who's probably n- might not be good enough. Or do we consolidate? Another problem with the consolidating is we don't know if they're consolidating because it's radio silence and it just looks like they're being cheap.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, from the three games that we've had, we could have gained another two points. Yeah, for having another attacker yeah. in the squad, I believe. Maybe, maybe, yeah. and it's not—it's not a guarantee. But there was two points left on the board there that we yeah. didn't—that we didn't walk away with. Again, ninety percent of Liverpool's games, we're going to walk away with three points regardless. But it's those fine margins where you need the money and the better player to be able to break those types of teams down and gain you those extra points. The 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 point
2: the three players that they brought on in that game. Would all the players that they added to the squad? Oh yeah, good point. To 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 bring those extra points on top of it, you know, just to but, just to make the yeah play.
0: yeah yeah. I've lost my Taylor thought now, but the, the truth of the matter is that Liverpool squad is brilliant. Yeah. I, regardless of transfers or not. And Liverpool's first team is absolutely brilliant, yeah. regardless of transfers or not. The difficulty, as I say, is whether you're going to have faith in that side or not, yeah. or whether you just want to spout a load of stuff. And and you're entitled to spout a load of stuff. Yeah, you fine. know, you, you completely are. But I, I find it difficult to criticise an ownership Apart from the things that where I know for a fact they've done wrong. Yeah. So the ticket prices yeah. and the Super League the fair and, and the furlough, these vacation. are things that aren't black and white mm. to me. Mm-hmm. And so that I can go wrong. But I I find it difficult to to come up with a staunch opinion one way or the other from a grey area, Mm -hmm. which is what we all exist in as football fans because we don't know the finances, we don't know the internal meetings. We don't know whether they've had a conversation with Harlan's agents this summer and, and he might have gone... Yeah, next year. Well,
2: yeah. I, we just don't know, and so I can't are. make it. Yeah. Well, I can't say one well, way or another. And again, yeah, and that—that—that that, it, isn't it? And it doesn't The Edwards stuff doesn't help any of this because it, we just, again, it's just another uncertainty. And if you're looking, if, you, if you're worried about it, then this feels like another worrying sign, right? There's the guy who's, who we've been lauding as a transfer genius for us, and just to, just to play it out, by the way. It's entirely possible that it's Edwards' fault. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's the guy. He's uh, yes, FSG are the ones that have put him in place, and they've got the back, the back. They set the bankroll or whatever. But he's the one who apportions the funds out. Like he could have actively chosen to not renew contracts, but and we go don't spend know, that do money. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, if we, I'm just saying. I, again, I don't know. I'm more inclined to think this is a bit of a worrying situation. But there's a chance. You know, that that, that that's that's just the reality. We can make we can fill the gaps in however we want to fill the gaps in. Just on the point of other the Teams though, because I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested in this, so I'm just yeah. the other plans to talk about it, but I see no reason to stop. Um, like the Man United stuff, they've gone out, they bought Ronaldo, like the, the, the Ronaldo stuff is hard because that's like they've literally just done that because City were going to get them. Yeah, they've literally just gone, we we can afford to throw 450 grand a week at a footballer and pay this what 15 to 20 million pounds up front or whatever for him, or whether it's better, whatever. Off the cuff, a bit like when we signed Mo Salah to stop him from going to Everton. Like we spent ten million pounds on a field at the time, because we, you know what I mean. But he is better than what Man United have got, so that it also helps. You know, it's not like they've brought him in as a charity case to save him from Manchester City. He's better than Cavani, and Cavani's brilliant as well, mm-hmm. which makes makes it hard. Is Ronaldo better than what Liverpool have got? And not that he would have come to us anyway. By the way, and certainly not Liverpool would not have paid on, on that, the budget. Would you have smashed your transfer budget or your, your wage budget for Cristiano Ronaldo? No, that's he, a, that's that's a twisting on 19 that takes you. I think takes you to 22 or above because you've upset your wage structure and he doesn't suit the style of football that Liverpool play. My, as an example, and you cons- could go through this with a number of Mike My of concern
0: with Ronaldo. Isn't that? anything to do with him being a player and why I am worried about him going to Manchester United is cuz he's a fucking winner. Yeah. That's my concern yeah. and that's the one thing that I think Man United were missing is that ability mm-hmm. to just win. Yeah. Like you know what I mean and 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 like what it means to win titles wherever you've gone that's something that he can breed into the football club from the top and it filters down. Yeah. That's my concern. He's going to score goals because he's always scored goals. Yeah. Um, and that's got nothing to do with Liverpool, by the way. it might be at the detriment of, yeah, of Marshall and Rashford. They're, not asked. They're asked about winning. Yeah. The, tro- yeah. the, the trophies that matter in Ronaldo will get trophies. It's
1: Mourinho, isn't it? It's, it's coming in, having a massive impact. Yeah, down the line, there's probably going to be issues there. There will be. There'll be young players getting pissed off because they're not getting, you know. But right now, you're right, Chris. This season, that definitely helps United. That definitely brings them on a slight notch. But it's pointless to compare them to us because what we do, everything about our football club, isn't Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. So, so I, 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 I personally, that one transfer for me doesn't doesn't really resonate with with me and what I want for Liverpool. I don't really care. I don't think it's going to change the result in our game. To be honest yeah. with you. We've got our own things, that's where I look at it. But I, some of our fans can't do that. It's like, they've just got Ronaldo, what he get? But it doesn't necessarily yeah. work like
2: that. Jaden Sancho is a bit of the one for me. It's more like, yeah. you know, because I look at him and go, I, I think he fits everything that Liverpool were looking for. It's a, it's the it's the price and the time, and then sometimes the things wages. happen. At, you know, yeah, you know, I may, may, maybe that, you know, and, and a lot of those things, and that's the problem. Is that there's a chance that Liverpool get left behind? But the problem is, and this where it boils down to the owners again, is that the, Liverpool had this under David Morse where he was a very, he was a very good owner for Liverpool, and he got Liverpool, and they had a very, you know, very sensible, and he understood the history and all that kind of stuff. Very dig, you know, a lot of dignity around around Liverpool and him at, at the time. The money, but, he reali- <laughs> but exactly, but he <laughs> realized what we, well, it's realized much too late as well to his detriment that Liverpool, he couldn't compete anymore he just didn't have the deep enough pockets to be able to make Liverpool compete with the clubs like when, once Chelsea come along with the Bramwich money then that's game over for him and there's a chance that now because of PSG and Man City and Man United who capitalised and have always got that because they're I, I, actually, I don't think they're not publicly traded anymore, are they But the the fact that they've oh, that might be wrong, by the way. That's a, ignore that point. The point is, is they've got they have got deep pockets and they're prepared to gamble on a, on a lot of things and they're prepared to load on debt to make mm. to make it happen. They're trying to they they've got all the trappings of a one of those mega clubs. I mean, there's a chance they end up like Barcelona as a result of it by trying to chase those, and that's what Liverpool are trying to do under this ownership. Is they're trying to they can't do that, so they're trying to find another way to do it that other way's worked. Now the problem is is that other way might be a load of diminishing returns and it might never it might never work again. We might have just had that one good, you know, we might have had three or four really good years, the best it can be and this might be it and that's a fear and that's a very real fear and I agree that might mean that we might need to get a mega owners and that might being, I think, run down the
1: line. Let me read this to you, lads. right? something I found yesterday. Actually, a United run tweeted me this trying to get a Klopp, but actually he proved the point that we're all arguing. Klopp says, you bring one player in for 100 million, he gets injured, then it all goes through the chimney. The day that is football, I'm not in a job anymore because the game is about playing together. Now, I agree with what he's saying. Obviously, things have changed a lot since then and Van Dyke and Alisson, blah, blah, blah. but he put... That is how everyone in football understands it. You always want to have the best, but building the group is necessary to be successful. Other clubs can go out and spend more money and collect top players. I want to do it differently. I want to do it differently. I would even do it differently if I could spend that money. Mm -hmm. And add that to the quote that I read from Neil Jones, I'm sure loads of people said it as well this week, but if there was a player I thought would improve this team, I would try to get him. I promise. Mm -hmm. That's Jürgen Klopp right there from the outset to now taking responsibility for our squad. And I just wanted to
2: add that because I think a lot of people are ignoring that. I think it's easy for I think it's... I get it when fans from outside of Liverpool read Jürgen Klopp to see his interviews and presume he's being... Duplicitous, like you yeah. think he's lying, like he think he's putting <laughs> something forward. So when he talks about like the substitutions thing, having five subs in the Premier League because he's talking about player welfare, and we all go, nah, nah, he just wants it better for Liverpool. Like obviously that's a factor, but he, he actually genuinely cares about player welfare. He genuinely cares <laughs> about the game in, in in general. But but when when fans inside of of Liverpool fans presume the Klopp is playing games. I find that mad because we should know better because we know Jürgen Klopp better than that and he doesn't he just he just he goes spade to spade yeah yeah absolutely um, so yeah, it, it, look, it, it it is what it is. I don't think none of us is going to solve this. And I agree, there might be a case to go to the barricades. I'll, I've said this all along, and we started off covering Liverpool protests. If there's Liverpool protests around ownerships, we'll be there. We we'll, and we've never said we would not cover these things. Um, but like when I saw sort of, when I see, I don't think if if it's if because at the moment there's lots of people talking about FSGs, and I'm seeing it trending, and it's become a bit of like a. It's almost become a catchphrase, an expression, rather than any than any real meaning mm. behind it. It's become a catch-all phrase for. It's like saying "fuck my life" when <laughs> when you stub your toe. You know what I mean? FSGL has become that. It's 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 added it's added value stripped by being overused. I think, yeah. but it, like you know, we, it was that, there was that graphic I saw a, a couple of times on Twitter of like, "there's a protest at 4 p.m. at Anfield. and it's like, where, where is it? Where do, where are people meeting? Because when we were doing the protests against Hicks and Gillette. It was very clear, and this was, you know, this is eleven years ago or whatever. This is much earlier days of the internet and the, and, the, and the spread of information. But it was it was clearly defined. You're meeting here and at this time, this, exactly. Yeah. It was it was organised to a T. I don't, and if that happens again, great, we'll be there. We'll cover it. We'll point out. We'll interview people because I think that's the reality of it. But there needs to be that again. I, I just one of those things. I don't. I personally don't feel strongly enough to lead that. I don't because. And maybe that's me being a bit of a shithouse and sitting on the fence, but I'm sitting on the moment is that what I don't want to do is, I don't, I, I'm I'm like you, I am thrilled to watch this football team play. I feel honoured to watch this football team play. It's the best Liverpool team I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and while it's there, and I know that our tangible support is making it better and gives it a chance of winning... Then I'm not, I don't want, I'm, I don't feel comfortable doing anything to said that because my love for it and my belief in Jurgen. But isn't it about the, the
0: exclusives? Yeah, <laughs> <I don't laughs> honestly, yeah.
2: Yeah, all them exclusives, by the way. Go and yeah. check the
0: channels, do you how many exclusives we've had in the last six months, yeah, by
2: the way. Yeah, There's not none. so much, not so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but not for the lack of time, by the way. Yeah, it's not like we haven't asked. Um, yeah. But yeah, we don't. We don't. Uh, not 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 so many. But yeah. But that's that, that's where I sit on it anyway. Is that I'm I'm happy to report on, on anything. I went down to report on the early um, on the early protest. We did this St George's, Like it was, we didn't. I didn't we, didn't. we didn't. We didn't have a camera at the time. You know what I mean? Like we had to borrow. Ma- I had a mate to come down to help us help us film it and what have. Yeah, and I got. I got sucked into it because of the power of the protests and the people who were involved in it and Spirit of Shankly and what they were doing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if that happens, I'm, I'm open for it. And, you know, if if a, if if a if a better option presents itself, then we can weigh up the pros and cons. But at the moment, we're talking about a dream ownership or, you know, either a dream fantasy owner come in. And I say it, I, I wouldn't, want Man City's owners not I wouldn't people. want PSG's owners there's more there's there's horrible murky things going on there than, and I've only touched you know scraped the surface of that really I, I'm, I'd be too scared to go too too deep into that because the bits that I've seen are not not, not yeah. good not stuff so you'd want associated with Liverpool but yeah it's it's tough because I think I don't think there's anyone here who doesn't want Liverpool to sign more and better players it's obvious innit? it there's more time as well. We don't know what's coming, yeah. you know. Like I know it sounds mad, but
1: nobody knew Jota was going to sign for us. And about four hours later, he was saying, "What was it? What's happening, lad, Or whatever it was on the air. <laughs> you, you know, there's still time. So just wait until after eleven o'clock, and then
2: everyone can say the piece. Then can't they? Yeah. Someone said you just had the Hendo documentary, but we didn't. Like the club didn't. G- 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 like I mean, yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair, actually, yo Jagen actually offered uh, offered to speak to us, which was which was good. But that doesn't mean. It everyone else was a, everyone else was rubbish,
0: a, right? uh, it was like the club didn't go to trends
2: no I, I went through i i know Trent's brother so i asked there i, go, I asked yeah. that, and everyone else we did journalistically by asking and using network of connections and people and people yeah. are behind so, the scenes to get to store yeah again again it's quite again if you've got a narrative everything if you want to yeah. if you think that's a thing then you'll go around and you'll, you'll be able to piece together enough that looks like that that could be the truth great it's, it's why wrestling their cheats exist when you've got stories you can make more interesting stories than reality and people will buy into them but I uh, genuinely it's L- like a
0: lot, lot of Twitter DMs yeah, honestly, <laughs> like,
2: like, yeah. genuinely that was it like. I, look I know, I've said this before I I, I, I'm just a just a man, <laughs> I, just a person with a with a with with a house and a mortgage and, a, and and kids. If John Henry wants to throw loads and loads of money at me to say nothing but nice things, I can't say I wouldn't do it. Yeah. By the way, I, I genuinely would. can't <laughs> say I wouldn't do it. Oh, if he wants to put me on the fucking payroll for millions a year, then I would be, you know. But but it's also worth are pointing out as well, like the Liverpool players are on millions a year and even come out and spoke against them. So like yeah. getting bit doesn't your models, are your models, are your models. Yeah. It a Paul. Yeah, honestly, like yeah, Chris does all. Chris does all the, Chris does all the finances I do all that. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Chris, you want to watch out for?
0: Catch me on the last Thursday of the month doing the payslips
2: <laughs> it's, it's true. It's just again, we've we done the whole podcast on this, but it's, it's it's if you bought into the model, then you bought into the model. If you if you think the model's wrong, then that's cool, but. I, it's whether it's whether it's worth kicking off about. And as I said, it's easy for Arsenal. It was shite to be. They 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 should be going mad because not only have they got a really bad ownership structure that they the football's
0: terrible can as well. Can I just well, say the flip? Sorry, Paul. I mean, the flip side of this, of course, is like you can have a fan base who think their ownership are absolutely terrible and who have proven pretty much for the last ten years that they are terrible. But as soon as they spend money, the fans are on side.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying they forced their owners into buying players. They forced your owners into making your financial situation at your football club worse. Like, you know what I mean? To to destabilizing your football club to buy off fans' affections. And that's dangerous. That's that's why Barcelona are fucked. Because Barcelona have got this mad model where you vote on presidencies Mm -hmm. and they got with all their promises, and then presidents need to basically buy the affection of fans. So they've done this like that's why Barcelona, uh, Barcelona will be goosed for a long time now they're not going to be the, 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 it's going to be a long time before they get back to being that prime yeah. Suarez Neymar Messi Barcelona again and they, look, they might be good and they'll continue to be good because they've got they still get the most most money over most of La Liga clubs and all that kind of stuff. It's all got a good. Well, the revenue to go back in. up now, won't it? yeah, exactly. You know, and you know if they, if they cut it back, that'll be the start of something again. But that's the danger. Is uh, look at Arsenal. Look at what happened to Leeds United. Look what's happening to Barcelona. Look what's happened to Inter Milan. Like that could be Liverpool. We won the title, but we and we could have mortgaged our entire the entire house on winning the title. Well, man, and then lost, and then lost, and have Klopp walk away, and you bet, and you strike him walk away the next but, summer. That's, well, it's, also to add piece. to that
1: poor Man United were losing if they would have lost to Ajax in that Europa League final, their their revenue was going to drop by something like hundred million because it was they've got all these clauses in there, which means that if they don't finish in the Champions League spots or qualify two years running, they were going to lose money off all the sponsors. That would have crippled them. So it, it can hinge on a game sometimes. But also, just to come back to the ownership the likes of Arsenal is I Arsenal fans kill their ownership and I don't know enough about it to say you're all wrong, but Arsenal spend the money they have done the last three years they've given big contracts out so maybe your owners aren't the problem maybe it's the people who they employ which is kind of one way or another you can blame them but at the same time we don't credit FSG for Edwards amazing work so therefore if he does something wrong you've got to say look mate that was on you I'm not saying we need to do that but same with Arsenal Arsenal have bought loads of players over the last few years spent like three four hundred million over the last three or four years but they still slag the owners off. I don't understand what... like Are they supposed to buy the players as well? This is where fans get completely lost, in my opinion. Most of these owners are far too busy to be worrying about signings. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? If you said to John Henry, where's Doku, lad, where's Rafinha? He probably doesn't even know who they are. So, so, so this is the thing. It's like I pay him a lot of money to do that job. Like yeah. I've got X, Y, Z, A, B, and C, and my family to look after. And it's the same with every ownership. But fans seem to believe that it's all the owners that do everything and ignore the million pound uh, CEOs and, and directors of footballs and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, that do the jobs.
2: Look at Everton, by the way. Yeah. Everton have fucking loaded, and okay, they've been hamstrung a bit by F- by FFP and what you can just throw at a football club, but. They've just gone out. They went out and bought whoever was the most expensive players they could buy, yeah. and 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 it, without a plan and all that. And again, it, I, I, again, it, we're just repeating ourselves at this point. Is like we'd be nice to have, if there was someone better come along, brilliant, yeah. who can deliver all the things that they've delivered. Because again, you can't unpick all the things and all the people that they've that have been put in place at the club who've then gone on and done good things and then. Yeah, you, you, but like it goes both ways, doesn't it? If you can get ownership in who are prepared to back that, because like, again, there's, there's there's football clubs that have got a rich heritage, a rich heritage that isn't being used in the right way. There's clubs with no heritage, and they're trying to buy it. like Man City trying to do stuff. It's just you know it always feels really forced and fake mm-hmm. as they're trying to manufacture them into being a big club. We've got loads of there's all the stuff that's being right just about outweighs It and now get me not get me wrong. If we'd been kicked out of the Premier League because of the the super league stuff then that's you setting fire to things yeah, there aren't you yeah, and that you doesn't are, mean yeah. they, they don't get credit for that going back because we because we did force that back into the sort of bottle but um no, it's, it's i just just buy someone <laughs> liverpool just buy someone <laughs> today yeah, honestly just buy anyone Well, genuinely it would just be it would be better um Super chat here from R S One. Says if Mbappe doesn't sign for Madrid today, who's to say we can't be capable of signing on a pre-contract in January? Maybe that's what Klopp wants. Maybe I mean again, the Mbappe stuff was a good fun for a while, and he's obviously flirted heavily. But all those, all that talk about it is just he's just Real Madrid. He's Real Madrid. He's desperate to play for Real Madrid, and maybe. But that's the point: is that again in the Klopp in the in the Edwards scheme of things, is that I can't see Liverpool paying a, like two hundred million pounds. Up there or thereabouts, plus half a million a week on wages for yeah. someone, it might be one or the other. You might be able to spend hundred and fifty million if he's on two hundred and fifty grand a week, mm. or you might be able to pay two hundred and fifty grand a week if you're getting him for nothing. Yeah. But the idea that they're going to do both, that's not it where Liverpool. Not that's not what how Liverpool conduct themselves. And again, it's fine to want more. It's fine to want that. Um, but. But don't call yourself a raging socialist then. No, like no. But also, <laughs> you, but also, again, this is the problem is you've got to beware because the, the grass is always green and we live in a world where there's too many examples of clubs trying for that and fucking it. Yeah. That I'd rather us just be able to just be competitive for a few more years and we'll see what happens at, at, at the end of it. But again, we might not be. You give a shit. Um Right, sad. Um We have got uh, another question. We're going to come to it in a moment. We're going to take a very brief break because the captain um, has signed a new deal. Uh, I just thought I'd draw attention to the wonderful book we've done, Hendo 10 Years of Red, looking back and celebrating a decade of Jordan Henderson at Liverpool. It's available now. Is
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, the signed edition is available in very limited numbers. Grab that at RedmanMatch dot com, uh, and yeah, celebrate the skipper on this day, uh, which has been undercut dramatically by the fact that it's deadline day and Liverpool aren't buying anyone and they're announcing contracts instead. <laughs> uh, well done, Liverpool. Uh, we see, we see you, Liverpool. We see what you do. <laughs> um, I do. I feel sorry. I feel so sorry for Jordan because it's. And, and look, he, the well wishes are going to absolutely swamp the, the, the negativity around it because the negativity is not aimed at Jordan Henderson, Sam. But I do, I feel a bit uh, we should be we we should be universally made up for Jordan, and I, I'd like to think everyone is. I don't think I don't think it it, sh- it shouldn't detract from it all. But it's so it's just a fucking shitty move, yeah, to put this out on on this day it feels so cynical to do this today.
1: Yeah, it, he deserves more limelight for me. He deserves more yellow bar on Sky Sports News. Like if this would have been when we heard, was it Ornstein said a couple of a couple of days ago, a week ago that he's agreed saying, bang, release it then, get in. We could have all rejoiced in it and, you know, sort of look back at the ten years as we have done and 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 so forth and so on and so forth. Or wait till Friday and you know, when the the transfer windows settle down and say, Look, Henderson signed a new contract. I just think I'm absolutely buzzing. My first reaction was that was Henderson tick, Salah, come on, get that last one done. And then obviously you start thinking about actually it's a bit bad timing, but I think you've just got to try and look at the positives, some of the best you can. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself mad. You know, Jordan Anderson, as a captain, wow, you know, I, I, he's a, he's a, he's amazing. You know, up there with Gerrard in my in my lifetime, you know what I mean? It's been unbelievable in terms of as a captain, and I hope we see more of it for another four, five, six years, maybe like Milner. I, I, I'm absolutely buzzing for him. Um, let's just hope it's 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 the start of an amazing season and trying to try and move the transfer window to one side for a moment
2: yeah um yeah 2025 chris he'd be 35 um it's it's hard to get away from the the concerns over his fitness and availability um that's the one caveat to all of this of course i don't think there's any doubt in now and I, I'm, it's it's funny how it happens but like i think we're beyond any doubts now jordan henderson's contribution is quality, what how important he is to Liverpool at the the side, the football club and all those kind of things. Um but that is the one the one slight note to that is that there's a bit there's a lot of pressure on Jordan Henderson now. Go on then. Go go and make sure you you you, you, you know you you're you are the best Jordan Henderson you can be for as long as possible. Yeah
0: and he will do. You know he's he's focused on that don't you I think What we've seen from him, as Sam says, over the years is just second to none, quite honestly. I think as a captain, he's been unbelievable. As a person, you can see that he's absolutely unbelievable. It's one of the reasons we were so adamant that we wanted the mural to be of him, lifting the trophy for what he's done for, you know, and... and, and has continued to do four different things. I mean, I saw yesterday he was doing something with Marcus Rashford and Tom Kerridge, where he's cooking a bolognese and stuff like that. And it's these like things that they all add up and we obviously know what he's done for the NHS, but we also know what he's done for the team. And I think one of the things that he said was he wanted to make sure that playing was as much a part of him getting a, a contract as the stuff. He doesn't want to just be seen as a guy who walks around the corridors and people up. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure that when he signs a contract, he's got those assurances that he's still in the manager's playing plans. Yeah. And I think here is where we've seen again probably the ownership, FSG, whatever it is, where they have a different idea to Jürgen Klopp and their idea probably wasn't to sign him up for four years until he's 35 years old, but Jürgen after going through the wine Wijnaldum thing and seeing how difficult it may be to replace somebody like that and what he brought to the side is where you go you need to change because we need this man and so actually there's growth there from, from the ownership side to bow down to Jürgen and go okay let's do it then.
2: I think on that though, it's just not to, not to put it back on you, but like I don't think FSG have anything to do with this, to be perfectly honest. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, they, they, oh, that's why like I said ownership. Yeah, yeah, it But it's just like the... This is... Yeah, it, but we do this all the time, don't we? Like like FSG have made this decision. It, Michael Edwards has made this decision. Okay, Mike Gordon's yeah. part of FSG, but it's like... Again, John Emery's not gone. Don't want you signing Jordan Henderson down to a new contract. And jurgen Klopp's gone and grabbed him by the, the scruff well, the, of his the, little the, neck and shoved his cigar. The direction out of the
0: is told by the ownership, FSG. The direction is told by FSG. We want your football club to be self-sustainable. That's probably top line. All the fucking by yeah. yeah, And yeah. the budgets, and then it's up to the likes of Dave Fallows, Ian Graham, yeah. Andy Hunter, um, Michael Edwards to work within that yeah. and those constraints yeah. to go. Okay, well. Ian Grahams, the head of, what is it, technical development or something, the analytics guru, right, okay, well, where are we with Jordan right here today? Where do we expect this to be? Are we going to see a lot of diminishing returns, etc., cetera, et cetera? And they're going to be speaking to the coaches and Jürgen and all of his team and deciding what he's worth to Liverpool Football Club. There's
2: two things on this, that, and the, the year is important, Sam, and mm-hmm. it works both ways, is that it takes him a year beyond Jürgen Klopp yeah. Mm. For the start. Which is important. Which is important. If, you know, and that's, that's if he sees the contract out. Mm-hmm. So you've got a year of albeit Jordan Henderson at, at the tail end of his career, but a guy who's been there throughout it, hopefully has added some more medals in that time as well, who's there bring, making sure, doing the handover process, mm. you know, without without the manager. You might have lost the manager at, the, at that point, but one of the most influential players in the dressing room is still at the football club, and he's not a he's not a Prick either, you know what I mean? Because you can have that, I mean, you know. But you can, but you can have like you know. There's a reason like Roy Keane gets moved on from football clubs, you know, to by by Ferguson because he's a prick, you know. And that, and, he, and he's, he don't want you don't want negative big characters around around the dressing room. But the other flip side is you know he's extended to 2025. We'd all expect him to see that out because we love Jordan and Jordan loves mm-hmm. Liverpool and all those kind of things. But like all this with the contract stuff, just because they've signed a contract doesn't mean they'll see the contract out what we've done and this goes into all the things we've done we've protected value and whether that means i, I, I don't see that there's you've not protected 50 60 70 million pounds of value in that but you you've given what liverpool have done is given themselves a, a little bit of a little bit of protection, a little bit of control, keeping the best players at the club, but also mm. giving you the ability to do what you want to do with them.
1: Well, there's multiple layers as well, which I think I think is really good about every, all the business we've done with our contracts this summer. I always I always look at the Real Madrid team that didn't really sign any first team players for about five years and won like three La Ligas, a cup, and three Champions Leagues, a load of World Club Cups, and Super Leagues and we all, at Super Cups, and we all say, oh yeah, but you know, look at them now, but so what? They've got five years of like history-breaking football. They can have five years off if they want to. And I think that's what Liverpool are hopefully trying to build is sustain because world-class players and world-class mentality doesn't just die off at 30. It's like Salah. I've been one of those players who said, oh, it might be worth, you know, cashing on Salah, I'm getting back." whatever. But actually looking at Salah, because you're that good, you're able to maintain a, a level of quality and your professionalism throughout into your early thirties, as proven in loads of big teams. Also on top of that, you need players like Henderson and Milner because every top side has got that pro. United have got matter. You know he'll be there this year but he won't play any football but he's that pro he's been there forever Chelsea have got they have Giroud they've got Aspilicueta there's probably a couple of others who, who are very experienced around the squad you, know, you look through all the sides City have got Fernandinho again he's about 37 but it doesn't matter Ronaldo just signed uh, Ronaldo just signed for United yeah. Cavani it's about having the balance in your squad so I think and also with Henderson as well in terms of value is if we needed to sell Endo he'd have loads of suitors because of what he brings a football club yeah. it's not like a Riga you were like struggling with because he doesn't really have anything about him it's this guy's got all the mentality and leadership that we'd want, yeah. regardless if he plays 20 games a season or not.
2: Yeah, he's a winner. And, and, and yeah, and, and that's you, to your point, there. There's other clubs have to buy winners in. And we did, but Paul Lintz, we had no winners. We All of our winners aged out. And got moved on, so Barnes and Rush end up at, at Newcastle, and Beardsley goes too soon. Goes to goes to yeah, Everton before it. that. But and Hanson retires, and and all like that. that squad just eventually sort of peters out into nothing. And we we need to bring that in, so we buy Mark Wright in, who had a little bit of you know was an England captain at that point, and then you bring in Paul into a bit later on because you needed some steel. He'd, he'd won the title with United, been to Juventus, when you have to do that. You're also buying. You're buying you buying know, was he into? It was Inter Milan, yeah. Yeah, you'd also buy in... Because you play for Roy Hodgson uh, at Inter Milan. Uh, the, um, you, you'd also have to... Um, you you're potentially buy in, in Egos and all that kind of stuff because the Ronaldo point's great, is that he is a born winner, but if he gets upset with whatever... You know what I mean? If he all of a sudden he's not happy with going wrong, well, you've got to live point. up to his expectations. The idea
0: to bring in a born winner is you bring one born winner in and by the time he leaves, they're all winners. Yeah. And that's what Liverpool have right now today. Not only we've mm. we got Jordan Henderson, but we've got a squad full Keeping of them. twenty-nine, thirty-year-old yeah. winners yeah. who've done everything in the game. Quite a lot of them have actually won stuff out in yeah. international football as well. And that's all part and parcel of being a winner, isn't it? So it's so they've got like the difficult thing now for Liverpool, I think, is 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 where you go for like. I know we didn't really talk about the Michael Edwards stuff in like the depth and detail that that probably deserved, but. You know, you got Michael Edwards leaving, then two years later you've got Jürgen leaving, then another year later you might have your captain leaving. You've essentially got two years now where you've got to rebuild the squad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I think people probably, and myself included in this, probably thought now was the time to start that rebuilding process. And it might be, or it might be in a year's time, it might be Michael Edwards' final Sort of spin of the wheel is actually to set us up for those following years. And
2: Yeah, and I'm, I'm, but I mean, yeah. Or the alternative is he's looked at it and gone, I'm not. I don't. That's a, I don't really know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know yeah, how to and do like, this look, job. And yeah, the he thing. hasn't it's, said why
0: not, garden leave if he goes yeah. somewhere else.
1: Because
2: mm, yeah. uh, you actually, can't imagine
0: if Paul would want him having all that data and then going yeah, to Real true. Madrid mm. with all the current data. Yeah,
1: yeah has that's he? True. Has he actually said he's this? Because I've looked at this and I can't quite. Mi- it's been. It's not. It's common knowledge. This his contract's been up next year forever, so like this has been reported because of the timing of the transfer window. We're not doing any 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 movements, and also, uh, as he actually said, he's not signing a new deal, or is he just? Oh, his contract's up because I think the this Athletic
0: article said Liverpool are hopeful, but yeah, by all accounts, he probably just wants yeah, to move on. Ten
1: years and, and it's just fine. But on, on the on the re- regenerate, we've got. Canate and Gomez, they centre-backs for 10 years. We've got Trent, who's just a wonder kid. Robbo's mid-twenties and he's made of Iron Bruce and Iron Steel. He's going to be... I'm sorry, Iron Bruce. He's made of iron. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna be playing until he's 40, him definitely. We've got Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott. Jotter's what, 24? Fabinho. Fabinho. Like, Let's be real for a minute here. We're not short of young talent. So the squad element of it could do that over the next... Um, yeah you know over the next few years anyway and Michael Edwards was promoted from within remember so was Billy Hogan Nike Deal followed that uh, which is probably in the works, but he still followed that you know Edwards was was an assistant technical director whatever it was now he's the the man i'm sure whoever's under him the guy it's not like we've not been doing this all along the the, the big one is is Claw. Mm-hmm. everything else i'm confident even the t- even the ability to to replace edwards i'm and confident and again
2: it's it's again we come back to uncertainties we should be fearful of it because fear fear of the unknown. But yeah. also the problem is is that there's nothing you can do about that. You know, I mean, I mean that, that again. A couple sees contract out nine years. I'll take him. Yeah. That'll be the longest contract he's served at any football club. And you know, bearing in mind that he wants to have a break after Dortmund, and we 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 talked yeah. him back into the game, Liverpool. FSG talked him literally, and that's one of the things. FSG literally talked him back in. That wasn't a send Michael Edwards job. That was a John Henry Mike Gordon job of convincing him to come in and and manage the club and what have you. Um, you
0: Joe, while while we were talking, then I just had this thought about like because obviously I I saw a YouTube comment, then I forget the name. I didn't see it, so apologies. You know, you know, aging squad, blah blah blah. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at the average age of Liverpool and Chelsea squad from the weekend. Um, Liverpool's twenty seven point eight years. Chelsea's twenty seven point four years. There you go. Just a quite. I just a thought that I had. I was like, well, "Is it really
1: like that age?" And that was with Jota not starting. Oh no! So is that the squad. That's like, the
0: that's yeah. the average player age for the first team. That came. So 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 take, take Firmino. Firmino
1: out and put Jota, in. I bet it goes below. It's put, probably it something below.
0: similar yeah. as well. And yeah. and this is the thing because as Sam sort of pointed out, there it's only the front three.
2: Well. Virgil, Hendo... And which you're fine with, yeah? yeah. <laughs> because yeah, you've got to you, yeah. The idea
0: that you finish at 36 years old, yeah,
2: exactly. The idea that you finish at 30 is a bit of a nonsense, and all this. Like, and of course, it's it's football, so we do think that. We so the average age family.
0: of our, like everyone, sort of, it's universally known that 27 is like when you hit your prime, yeah. isn't it? Well, the average age of our squad is 27, lads. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, choice isn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you take Harvey out and you put Miller in, that probably goes uh, to like 34. Uh, but uh, the, you're yeah. Ruining uh, listen there Gareth Baird put a super chat in and say great news about Hendo but still wants someone else in even just for cover also just get a chance to check out the chant the bouncy by Northern Ireland fans I didn't I'm really sorry mate but if anyone wants to check that out then do apparently Gareth reckons that's the new big chant that we should be having um, <laughs> Scott talks. Uh, thank you so much, Scott. Uh, delighted, our captain, who's done so much for the club uh, and can still do great things, will likely see out his career with us, you will never walk alone. Yeah, I, I, the, 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 what was with me, and bearing in mind I've just slaughtered Barcelona for a, long, a, lot, a lot of this podcast, but I don't, and I'm, I don't know the answer to this, I'm asking the question genuinely. They, I, don't, I don't think Barcelona got anything for Xavi. I don't mm-hmm. think they got anything for Iniesta. Mm-hmm. They've not got any, they did not take anything for Messi the If they took something for Suarez, it was mi- it was minimal. no, I, now, obviously they got yeah. ridiculous money for Neymar, which they then completely utterly wasted you know th- there 's a bit of that to, I think what Liverpool have got going on i don 't think they necessarily want to do that I think that they they need to get to a position where they can move someone on and for for big money rather than generating tens and twelves from a variety of bits and pieces, which you should still be doing anyway because that 's incredibly mm-hmm. smart business um but yeah, you know that's that's the point about this is that all these teams like that Man City team that won the last the last, not the last title the one the one prior to was you know Vincent Company's last hurrah was that but he he was he was he was done but he was still in his mid thirties contributing towards a towards a title he was vital to that that kind of running David Silva was 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 well in the twilight but that team Fernandinho is mentioned. You can still win titles with t- with players with 33, 34 year olds, which is still four years away for a lot of our you know our front three olds twenty nine. That's they're still all there four for free as
1: well. All yeah. of them, yeah. Include and Fernandino yeah. will do as well. Yeah. All yeah. but free. It's four or
2: five. Year, we've got my point is is that as long as you've got other players around, you're still yeah. refreshing other areas. World class is world class. You buy. You need. You do need to buy more in. But they've brought Jotter in, so hopefully hopefully that's part of that. they bought brought and maybe that won't work out. And I can only, I don't know. no, that, that doesn't look like it's going to work out, so maybe you need to do that. You need to spin again on that kind of stuff. But Harvey Elliott at 18, Trent Alexander arnold 22, Andy Robertson's 27, I think, 26, 27 at this point to be sound. Jotter's, so I think, uh, Jotter, um Timikas is a little bit fractionally younger, I think. Um, Gomez. Canate, the goalkeeper can go on forever. Probably, was um, twenty-eight, so he's a little bit behind that. Behind yeah. that, sort of curve of ages and all that. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel very damn beat. Actually, having haven't done all this. <laughs> um, we could, it's, a, it's a fucking Liverpool didn't win a game of football. The transfer stuff is exhausting. We all want something that's not, but probably not going to happen for a variety of reasons that we can't control. So nothing we do today is going to make that happen today. Mm-hmm. So that's something we're going to have to live with till January. And do you have to go through a bigger process between now and then and all that stuff? Just do with the Reds coming back and just winning footy games. That'll be. The, the Instagram I mean, doesn't
1: know that. One, one, one more thing to add to that, I think I read something really good yesterday. Actually, it said a lot of our thoughts after the Chelsea game um, were actually brought brought up by by basically Klopp's decision to start who he did. In that, like, if he starts a Robo, which means he's probably going to tire and might have to come off at some point. He started Firmino instead of Jota, which means that at some point Bobby's probably going to come off for Jota, and obviously the injury didn't help that. And and he started um, Elliot instead of Cate, which again made. Henderson play on the left of the midfield and again it was slightly disjointed so basically what he said was not wrong with Klopp's decision so we didn't lose the game it was fine or we could have created more whatever but because of how he started the game with the team we started with and because of Bobby's injury it massively affected the, the, the likely substitutions and that's why we've got this sort of negative mentality afterwards had he started Simikas and Nabi and Jota we might have actually been much more positive because Bobby comes we home with 20 minutes ago. It's, it's to go it's just little tweaks yeah, little things just 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 change everyone's sort of mentality and view towards it hmm.
2: yeah absolutely yeah again look I can't we, I, I, we're just Liverpool fans I can't speak to everyone's everyone's concerns it's not but it's not like we don't see them and feel them, <laughs> um, but we feel them. To, people feel different things to varying degrees. You can be—I mean, again, we had this going back to the C- selling Coutinho. You were so enraged, you took to you—you—you you, you like felt you needed to go and put a video out talking about it. I was less asked, but then there's been plenty of things where I've been up in arms about. It's just people think things in different ways, don't they? And again, it's, we don't know. It's just that Man City have changed the game. Well, Chelsea changed the game, and Man City have, yeah. have taken it to another level. Yeah. My franchise gamers gamers, yeah. You know what absolutely, I mean? Yeah. Followed
0: on um, a little pop <laughs> really yeah. bad, <laughs> it. It's just a shame because <laughs> you have some you net a yeah, points no but points.
2: Yeah, the problem is is that if you just if you if you side on the side of everything's fucked odds are you'll be right because because fuck can mean anything can, can, from Liverpool now is second place downwards yeah. and it's mm-hmm. semi-finals uh, and it's it, it only getting to the semi-finals whereas really all, if you if you finish in second it largely means you're in a title race with the exception of those couple of seasons recently where United have done it and they miles off the base uh, and it's paper over cracks if you get to semi-finals it means you're within touching distance of getting to a final and then it's a game of football you're in football away from winning the biggest, the biggest prize So if you go with that, and the problem is, is the positivity is only ever borne out by the end of a season. Mm. So, and then of course, but of course, if you think that people being positive are being blind or in people's pockets or whatever, you're never going to have that disproven because. I well, the, the fact
0: of the matter is, if Liverpool were to announce that they'd sign someone on a pre-contract in January, if you're airing on the FSG out, you will still say we forced them into that. Lads, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's always a win there, and and it, it, it there's there's 92 teams in England, and only one of them gets lifted. It, so it's much easier it's the bear for us episode, to be wrong.
2: It's the bear episode of The Simpsons where they, there's a bear, so they create the bear patrol. And they say, "Look, the bear patrol's working like a treat. There's no bears anywhere." And Lisa said, picks up a rock and she said, "What if I told you this rock was keeping whatever's away? Don't see any of these anywhere." And I i "What? Like to buy that?" You're right because you get to go after the fact it was us that it was us that, that did this. And like, I don't disagree. I, in terms of like Man United, they've clearly thought well, we're not going anywhere, but I reckon we can shut. The, I reckon we can shut a lot of the dissenters up by by throwing money at the problem, mm. and that's cool. And that might work out for them. It might, but it also might end up. Absolutely capsizing that football club. This a point that I've ever made. I, I was bored of it. I'm done. I can't keep doing this. But like the, you know, you talk about the infrastructure thing. The Glazers didn't need to extend Old Trafford to be seventy five thousand. It was done. Yeah, it, you know, oh, it was absolutely. there. But what they have got is a stadium that's fallen apart, and you get there's holes in the roof, and you get rained on when it gets when it rains, You know what I mean? It's that stadium's fucking, and there's been big proper gernos doing articles about this, not just me spouting a, a funny opinion about it. You know, that's there's a difference they've sorted that this year they haven't even credited them well they're in the process yeah, of trying to sort yeah. that out but that's the point is that we don't know what but the point is again, they've already got the biggest stadium in the in, yeah, the, yeah. in, in the league mm. and they've got the massive fan base and they've got all that thing and they've got all the commercial reach and they've got the brand recognition and all that that comes when you buy Manchester United and that might be the next owners for Liverpool is the next ownership group for Liverpool comes in with all of that basis where mm. you know the, the, the liver bird means something which it never meant anything but it does now in The world people recognize LFC and that live event because it's been on shirts and Champions League finals and lifting league titles and all that kind of stuff. And they'll have a 50 well 60 something thousand capacity stadium and all the state of the art stuff. And that will mean they kick on a level. But comparing us to Man United, with you we know, we're bigger than them in terms of trophies won, which I think is again the only reason that's happened is how we've been run over the last few years because. We've tried other ways and it never worked. But trying to compare us to Man City and Man United is just depressing mm. because it's playing the same league but don't some, play the there same football. Here
0: a minute ago in the comments again, I missed the I missed the name. Who said you can't you can't say we're a big club if we can't compete with Man, Man City and, and and the other top teams? I'm like, no, they they're rich clubs. That's different. Yeah. That's completely different to being a top club. A top club has a rich history and has won a lot of trophies and everything else. And by the way, we, have, we are competing with them because you, you don't compete over just one season, you compete over a period of time. And, and, and that is all time, <laughs> by the way, not just like the last one year uh, and stuff. So Liverpool are a top team. Liverpool are a big club with a rich history that have won more trophies than anybody in England.
2: Yeah.
1: Big That's clubs.
0: That's what makes us big clubs. And I'll tell you one other thing I'm a supporter, not a fan. And I support me team. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just one of them things. There, it? again, it's different in this perspective on it? it. It 2005 is yesterday to me. Like you know, I I I was an adult then, and I'm still an adult now. You don't when you, it, it, time moves fast. And and then we went through the, the the Hodgson bits, and even and prior to that, when Liverpool were a cup sides, we, we're we well better than that now. And that problem is is that that how good we are might not be good enough to win the title ever again, but. well at least we've had I mean again at least we've had that we all want more but you can't my point is you can't guarantee because if you could guarantee titles City would have won everything Mm. City would have won the league every single season and they would have won the Champions League every single season as well and PSG as well you know because they should have done but they don't because that's the beauty of football there's other ways of doing things and I don't know maybe it just appeals to like the, the, the anarchist in me but I like I like being the upsetters I like being the ones who do things differently it's just a shame that people outside of football don't give you credit for it because Topland Man City should be seen as a very good thing for football but too many people hate us because we're big and there's so many rivalries that associated with Liverpool but that's funny nothing you can do about that And um, we were going to do the Champions League um, stuff I'll just talk about it very briefly the fixtures have come out I'll try and have a quick look at them Um in terms of what it means so yeah we can get this up here obviously we play Leeds when we get back from the international break on the sunday ac milan at anfield whoo, um is midweek uh, followed by crystal palace obviously we've got the norwich game and the afl cup to fit in somewhere down that now this is where this is where interesting because We've got, we play Porto on the 28th, followed by Man City, of September, followed by uh, Man City on the 3rd, which is not great. <laughs> what time and then, is that City game? Uh, that says half four at the moment. Super Sunday. Yeah. Um, then you've got a bit further on, you've got Watford. Then you've got Atletico Madrid, yes. um, followed by Manchester Aye. United. And they're both away
0: games, are they, before the City games? Yes. Uh, before the City United games? So it's Porto's away, is it? And then Atletico's away.
2: Yeah, that's very, Yikes. very tricky. That's going to be a defining, a defining patch for us. And then, as you head a little bit further in, um, we got the Atletico game at home on the third of November, followed by West Ham away, Liverpool, Arsenal, <laughs> followed by at home, followed by Porto at home, um, and then we <laughs> head towards the Christmas period, Milan um, on the seventh of December, after Wolves and before Aston Villa.
0: Nice. I mean, I was wondering there for a second why we were playing Belgium in the middle of that, and then I realised my eyesight's crap even with glasses on, and it probably said Brighton. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, uh, yeah, we'll do a bit more on that um, probably on the Reds transfer roundup show because there's not going to be any transfers. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> oh, if you don't laugh, you'd cry. Um, right, thank you so much um, to everyone who's joined us for the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for the people who, who are appreciative of seeing both sides of an argument. Um, It's the best part of life, really, isn't it? Uh, And congratulations to Jordan Henderson for signing his new deal. Uh, Commiserations on having to sign it in the middle of a transfer window shitstorm. Uh, But all the best, Skipper. Um, Yes, thank you, gents. Been a pleasure, mm-hmm. sort of. I feel really bad about everything now. I'm going to go off and have a little cry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we've also got an amazing competition. One I mean, of you guys' last chance to do. I think today is the last day. Um, we've got a Jordan Henson 10 Years of Red box set competition. Uh, if you join up a club legend on the RedmanTV.com, uh, you're entered into that competition. But some more details will follow. Have an amazing day. If Liverpool do sign someone, we'll be here live later on. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tada.